Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Michael. So I think I need to apologize to all of our listeners. Well, maybe just some of the listeners. Why? Do you remember our last show? Yeah. I mean, we haven't recorded. We, we skipped a week. We did a replay last week. Right. Two weeks ago, you and I talked about the election mm-hmm. and how everyone, you know what? You may not get who you want. Right. But you get who you get. Right. And when you get who you get, you stand behind them. Right. And we use that as, so you stand behind them, you get to vote four years later, but until then, you get behind people and everyone comes together. Right. And then after that, I made a Bernie Sanders joke. Correct. So, to anyone who took offense, I I almost just apologize like Ken Fisher. I'm saying I'm sorry for comparing the number of years Bernie Sanders has been in politics to the number of years the Israelites wandered the desert with no avail. I'm sorry. Welcome to Fireproof Your Finances, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duel with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation, I mean, I would talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the, the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa. Hello, everyone. So before we dig into that, well, you and I were talking in the break, in the intro, how we, we lots gone on the last few weeks. Stop. The last seven days. The last three days. Yeah, probably. Oh, I just thought we were one-upping each other on that. Okay. Fine. Since the last debate, which was last week Wednesday, and now it is a Wednesday again. So a lot has happened. Correct. But Actually, I lied. The last debate was last week Tuesday. Okay. We're splitting hairs. Market's gone up and down. It's been a zigzag, a seesaw, a violent storm. Everybody's going to die from coronavirus. Everybody's not going to die. Children are not getting infected, by the way. Did you know that? I did hear that... Our youth have more of an immunity to it than what we originally thought. If children get infected, it is very mild, and there have only been a handful of severe cases, but they have been cured. I got to tell you, I'm digging this whole coronavirus thing. You know why? Why? No one comes near me at the store. I walk around Meyer going, (laughs) and no one, and like whatever vegetable I want, all I have to do goes, and they're, they're like... Uh, When's you, the you, last time you've been to Meyer? Well, why you got to ruin my joke? I was there last week. We ran into the ship shop. She's like, oh, she was so mad. She's like, that was like three weeks ago. That was not three weeks Two ago. Two weeks ago. No. Two weeks ago from Friday because we weren't there this past Friday. I think you've been watching Back to the Future too much. No. So let's get to the stock market. 
Yes. That thing's been all over the place. I have, speaking of the coronavirus, mm-hmm. I took this screenshot of an article I was sent called, well, it was it says, it's from the CCN.com, not CNN. See, so it's a bad website. Let's just know. preface that with that. I don't know. Nobody's look, ever heard of CCN. Look, look at the top of the website. Yeah, it's a bad website. What is but it? Go ahead. It's like a skull. Kind of. It looks like it. It's got to be legit if it's got a skull. Only way that this would be more of a legit website is if it said .org. Right. All right. Thank you, Al Gore. So here is the title of the article. This is from February 18th. So about two weeks ago. And you know what? I'll try to. I'll put this up on Twitter. But it says, Dow futures plummet as coronavirus forces shock Apple announcement. Shock Apple? What does the coronavirus have to do with Apple products? Where are Apple products manufactured? (laughs) Full circle. Never mind. But hold on. It's funny now. I I saved this article to show how, I'll call it clickbait. Right. Right? How one person's understanding or the way they present something isn't necessarily the the way the rest of the world would. Correct. And they sensationalize it. Correct, which is why you have so many people that believe so many ridiculous things they see on the internet these days. Read the first sentence right there. The bold one or... No, like the normal one. Dow futures dropped... Why does that say futures? Because it's Anyways, it's after the market closed. Whatever. Dow futures dropped more than 100 points on Monday. 100 points. Woo! 100 points. It's been jagging around by 800 to 1,200 points a day right, it lately. it just went up 800 today. Uh, I think it went, uh, finished the day almost like 1,200. Okay, well, the last thing that I saw was like 800 at 10 o'clock this morning. The so. point is 100 points isn't nearly it's like a drop in the bucket who can use plummets for that because it's a scare tactic and people look at that stuff there are people who immediately will go into a frenzy about that stuff well coronavirus killed 10 people in washington state we're all gonna die i think this is actually more appropriate i think a lot of people don't actually read it correct i think they read the headline and that's it and they move on so I read it because I'm thinking that day, I go, I don't remember this happening. I didn't see this happen. I open the article and I go, seriously, you're saying Dow plummets and it's 100 points? Again, put it in perspective. We've been seeing plummets 10 times that recently. Correct. 100 points. I mean, President Trump can get on Twitter and sneeze. I don't even know how that goes on Twitter. And the Dow he, fluctuates. He could take a five hundred. He could take a picture of himself sneezing, and it would move more than a hundred points. Kim Kardashian could say, "I support the Dow," not even mean the Dow Jones, and it would move more than a hundred points. Correct. But that's the world's. So, I've been talking a lot about this lately to people about technology, and I'm I feel like the least qualified person to talk about technology. Right. But as a business owner, I get approached by products all the time and services all the time. And I, I can't tell you that I could, that I can do these things. I just know the people to call to do those things. Right. And one of the things that happens, there's something called geo-targeting. So if you go onto Amazon and you look at, let's say, 10 couches, right? Mm-hmm. Similar styles. What happens in your news feed, your, your Facebook, your Twitter, your generalized Google searches? Couches. You see thousands furniture of couches everywhere, right? Yes. So here's something that happened to me. 
I accidentally clicked on an old lady clothing catalog. And? <laughs> Moo-moos. Lots of moo-moos on my news feed. That's kind of interesting. Yes. I'm not mocking old lady clothing catalogs, but it's stuff I would never buy. So would you say CNN leans left or leans right? Hard left. Hard left. So I try to read news stories from a lot of different sources because I don't want to, I heard years ago, more than a decade ago, never read all your news, never get all your news from one source, then you'll be hostage to one set of opinions. Correct, and it's skewed. Here's what's interesting. CNN, hard left. Yes? Yes. I try to read stuff on CNN and MSNBC and New York Times, but I do it digitally. I do it online. Mm-hmm. You know, when I go to CNN now, or I'm sorry, when CNN articles pop up in, if I'm reading something that says other articles you may like. like. Correct. Guess what? Those are even tilted. They're right. tilted right from the left perspective. Like I read an article last week that was in CNN. Uh, I think it was a repost actually from the New York Times, but it doesn't matter. Giving negative things about Hillary Clinton. Which is, you should have screenshotted that. It was a right-leaning left written article. <laughs> right. And what I, my point to this is we get captivated by this. We get immersed... Let me back up. When, when you go on CNN, if you go on eBay, well, no, eBay has seller fees, but these online new Facebook, Twitter, all of these, these online news periodical sites, right. how do they make money? Ads. Okay. So how do they sell more ads? Clickbait. The, the time you spend on page. Right. Okay. And they're therefore going to market to you. The product they're selling is you. Right. You are the product they're selling. You don't realize it, but if the product is free, anytime you hear a free product, especially online, if it's free, you're, the product isn't free. You're the product. Right. And so their whole purpose is to get you to stay on longer, which mm-hmm. means they're going to tilt the news stories, the, the articles, the whatever to things you're more likely to read, more likely to interact with, more likely to stay on page. Facebook hates you and me then because I don't pay attention to any of that garbage. Oh, it hates me because I'm never on there. Well, right. That's <laughs> true. You have a Facebook page that you look at once a quarter, maybe. But the point is, a lot of people don't understand this, that the news, the stories, the articles that you're reading get tilted to the point of view you already have because you're more likely to read, stay on it, get energized by it and that you are the product they're selling Mm -hmm. your time your attention is their product we got a good show today we are going to get on the market let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back everyone knows i like to focus on quality and they know i try to rein you in and focus on cost it's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time think again grmusiclessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to grmusiclessons.com. That's grmusiclessons.com. Welcome back, everyone, to segment two of Fireproof Your Finances. Before we continue with the market, 
Guess how many Twitter followers we have. I don't know. 108. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. We Went are up by like another two or three the other day. We are. They're, they're just... Piling on there. Coming in in droves now. So funny. I opened up Twitter during the break. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing that it tells me? Personalized ads are off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, interestingly, it says when the settings turn on, you'll get more per- more personalized ads. Not right. if it's set off, you won't get any. It's just, you'll, you'll just get, get more. more if you turn it on. Right. So I But you can join us on Twitter at Fireproof Show and become our 109th follower. Everyone is special. Yeah. That's what they told me when I was in school. <laughs> For various reasons. Yes. So one of my... Actually, as of right now, as we do this show, uh, my last tweet or our last tweet was from... Like a month ago. No, it was from two weeks ago. But from BMO Harris Bank. Oh, uh, yeah. And this is what gets me about finance. They put an ad. I was... See if I can even see what I was on. Nope. Said something about stock prices, economic outlook, 2020. Doesn't matter what article. But I'm, you know, I, I do a lot of uh, finance work and research. See, I was looking at CD rates the day before. I remember this. So I get this ad from them that talks about their money market account. Mm-hmm. It's got an APY, so that's the interest that account would earn at 1.85%. Right. J- just shy of two. Right. And then I'm going to skip down to the bottom. It says estimated earnings. And it says 463. Hmm, that's interesting. But it says balance, minimum balance to put in this is $5,000. So the way you look at it, the way you read, and the first thing I saw, and I'm like, wait a minute, that math isn't right. It's 185, uh, 1.85%. Right. On a $5,000 balance. And I'm like, right. wow, you get, what? 463 bucks? Mind you, he screenshotted this off of his computer. So if any of you have taken a picture of your computer and then sent it to somebody it's not right. Oh, it looks like oak. Anyways, I get this text message. What's wrong with this picture? And I'm at work. So I look at it and I go, I don't know what's wrong with it. And then two seconds later, I look at it and I go, that's not 1.85%, which then I immediately text him and went, sorry, did not focus. <laughs> not 1.85%. Which, again... I'm not as well versed in this stuff. So my glance at first, I was like, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. And then I was like, wait a minute. But hold on. Was that the way it was intended? I mean, oh, well, hold on. We, we can't we can't guess. That would no, be that would be liable. I didn't do it. Right. So does it seem in your professional opinion that that's the way the marketer set it up? Correct. If you put five thousand dollars in this thing at one point eight five percent, you're going to get four hundred and whatever it was right. back. That's exactly what it looked like. Instead of the more accurate, more like I think it was $93. Correct. Anybody who's not well-versed in these things would have just skimmed over that and been like, ooh, this is a great product. And maybe open And I'm not saying that you're stupid. I'm just no. saying it would have just been like, this is somebody it's, who's well-versed. It's not they what They know do. what they're doing. If, you know, and that's an important distinction that you just said there, that I may, or somebody in finance, we may say something and it, it's completely obvious to us. But you're in construction. You do glass, like shower doors. Yes. What is the thing you hate most when somebody calls in and says, I don't need it measured because I've got a... Exact measurement. Or a blank size. A standard size. <laughs> Your face gets mad just saying that. Because I'm going to tell you, we are redoing Hold our Hold on. No, no, no. We're not going to... Nope. You're not going to go on no. that tangent. Here's the point, though. The rest of us, 
I grew up around construction. I still thought, oh, standard sizes, blah, blah, blah. No. But you deal with it all the time, and a sixteenth of an inch wrong, you can't use it. The standard tub that we bought from Home Depot for our showroom is supposed to be 60 inches. What do you think it is, Bob? 59 and a half. 58 and 7 eighths. Of course. Yeah. It's going to be smaller. It's a 60 inch tub. No. 60 inches. Here's That's 58 the and 7 eighths. Here's the problem. If they make it 60 and you make your wall a little bit too small, everyone's mad. But now you can just shim it. That's why you buy the tub before you build the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point was... It makes perfect sense to you not to say standard. To the rest of us, it seems like you can use the word standard. I get it. You can't. Don't get mad. Okay. Deep breaths. So what's been going on in the market lately? It's like a roller coaster right now. Coronavirus, we're going to die. It tanks. Joe Biden gets in the lead. It goes up. Right. <laughs> Bernie Sanders gets revived. Oh, no. There it goes. <laughs> Stop it. What? That's kind of how it went. There is speculation. Part of the reason that we had some of the volatility and downturn last week was because that was prior to Joe Biden's win in South Carolina. Lina, yes. And he certainly looked like the front runner. Correct. And I'm, and I'm not saying I'm not in a particular I don't particularly share those beliefs on uh, what the government should pay like that. But here's the thing. The market didn't like it. Um, they didn't like the idea of a Bernie Sanders presidency. Correct. So, something big happened this week. The Fed slashed rates. What does that mean? Let's jump to this video real quick. What is this from? Oh, hey. Left. CNN. Let's see if... We'll see what side they come from. Cut interest rates, an emergency step in yep. response to the coronavirus. This is the first emergency rate cut since the 2008 financial crisis. You, you can't overstate how significant this is, Christine Romans. Again, the... I'm sorry. I got to show you something. And if you're at home, I get it. You don't. You can't see this video. We'll try to explain it. Watch this. Watch this. Watch the guy. And I want you to watch right He's here. He's got his arms crossed and he looks very serious. Yeah, but watch his watch his eyebrows. Great cut since the 2008 financial crisis. You you can't. <laughs> Why does he as, get so mad about it? As our kids would call it, frowny face. That's not what they call it. Don't say what they call it when. The, <laughs> They're mad at me. Got mommy face. Anyway. Overstate how significant this is, Christine Romans. Again, the Fed has not done this between meetings yep. since the depth mm -hmm. of the Great Recession. And before that, it was after September 11th yep. when global travel had been halted and they were worried about a global recession because of international uh, terrorism. Look, it was a 50. All right. So the Fed cut interest rates. Mm-hmm by one half of a percent. Okay. So we call that 50 bips in our industry, but that's just okay. to make people feel stupid. So there's actually a technical reason. But anyway, they cut it by a half percent. The market typically likes when the Fed cuts rates. Right. And here's why I typically like it. Because as lending rates get cheaper, so when they cut rates, lending rates get cheaper. Mortgages become cheaper. Your credit card becomes cheaper. Your uh, new car payments. Not your student loans because most of those are fixed rates. Uh, I don't know that most are fixed rates. If you've consolidated them, they are. Right. Um, so basically any variable rate should be coming down. Um, it spurs refinances. It maybe gets people off of the sidelines if they're looking at buying a house, buying a car, major purchases, that sort of thing. And we are an economy of consumption. Mm -hmm. So it spurs spending. Okay. That's the idea. Yeah. It makes it cheaper for businesses because they hold debt. 
Makes it cheaper for individuals because they hold debt. Now they can spend more. Businesses have more to reinvest. And it's just this money multiplier, if you will. Okay. So why would people, why did the market react negatively after the Fed made the announcement this week? That is what we'll leave you with. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to tell you why the market didn't really like the rate cut. Maybe not from a long-term perspective, from a short-term perspective, and what it means uh, about your investments today. United Airlines makes it easy to fly from Muskegon County Airport with a travel-friendly schedule and competitive airfares. Haven't flown from Muskegon in a while? Fly locally with a short commute and parking located just steps from the terminal. Check-in and security lines are never more than 50 passengers per flight. At the end of your trip, get your bags quickly and be home in no time. Flights depart daily at 6.30 a.m. and 1 p.m. Starting mid-February, the evening flight arrives at 11.20 p.m. to maximize return flight options from most locations. It pays to check Muskegon first at united.com. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to GRMusicLessons.com. That's GRMusicLessons.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of Fireproof Your Finances. So we have talked about the election. Mm-hmm. We have talked about misleading math. Yep. Twitter. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Uh, join us at Fireproof Show. Nope, at Fire. Yes, yeah, at it, right? Fireproof yeah. Show on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yes. Dot com. You can be number 109. But before the break, we talked about the Fed cutting rates. Yes. Uh, biggest rate cut in 10 years. Okay. Okay. So normally the market responds positively. Why did it not respond positively this time? And it's a very simple answer. Imagine, so you're in construction. Yes. You guys do work. I don't want to say any names, but you guys do work for some really big builders. Yeah. Imagine that one of your really big builders said, well, tell me, what would some of these builders, what do they do? How many houses do they do a year? I really don't know. Biggest ones, four to five hundred. Okay. Four to five hundred. Medium, two to three hundred. Four to five hundred homes. Yeah. What if, and, and they plan it out a few months in advance with you guys, like, right? It's not just the call. Yeah, no, they usually, there's a schedule. Yes. What if they let you know they weren't building any houses after May? They were shutting it off for the year. That would be awful. It'd be awful, but wouldn't it make you think? Wouldn't it make you wonder, what did they know that we don't? Right, because what the, do they, because building season starts in the middle of April right. and ramps up through July. You would wonder, what do they think? What do they know? What do they see that we don't? Are we going to have an earthquake in Michigan and everything's going to... Maybe. I don't know. But you'd wonder. Right. What do they see? Correct. That's the market's reaction on this cut because here's the thing the cut did not come so we were expecting if you everything you read says the market was expecting these cuts the bond markets had even priced it in so why did it not react positively at the onset because it's kind of why didn't you wait till the meeting 
They did it in between meetings. Okay. And why did you do a double rate cut? That's the question. And the Fed didn't really, they had a press conference. They didn't really have a good answer for it. It was kind of, well, this is in preparation for what could happen. We're not sure what will happen, uh, but we want to make sure the economy keeps going. Right. And doing something outside of status quo usually puts people on edge. Exactly. Because it makes people wonder, what does the Fed see? That nobody else does. What indicators, what data do they have that we don't? yet have are they not reporting enough people that are infected right infected or people how much uh, change to consumption are they already seeing correct so we see interest rates going down now the u.s treasury and again i know i'm getting boring and maybe complicated i'm not trying to but we use the 10-year treasury as a barometer of safety okay and that thing the the yield the percentage has been nosediving. Now, I've been talking to some clients about this um, just during our annual reviews this week. And I found that a lot of people don't necessarily understand how it works. Okay. I want you to think, can you? Can we agree that price always goes up? For, for this, uh, I, I get it. You could probably give me a situation where this doesn't happen, like at McDonald's or something. But for the most part, if I think of a free market, if I put more people in a line to buy this one particular good or service, the price always goes up. Typically, yes. Supply and demand. Right. So if I had two things you can buy, as I shift everyone to the right, the price goes up. Right. Okay. So here's how, uh, and I'm going to oversimplify it. Here's how a government bond works, a 10-year treasury. Let's say that uh, they're sold in $1,000 denominations, increments. And the the government pays $10 um, of interest per year for every one of these $1,000 treasuries. Mm -hmm. Okay. They don't change the amount of interest they pay. Right. Okay. So that would be, let, let's, I use $10. Let's go with uh, $20. That's a little bit more realistic. That's a 2% yield. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a 2% payment on that. Now, if all of a sudden a lot more people, if you can think of a, a stock line, right? A line to buy stocks and other things and a line to buy U.S. treasuries. If I shift people from the stock line over the treasury line, what happens to price? It goes up. It goes up. So now the government still pays that $20 per per unit, okay? Right. But maybe now people aren't willing, you know, there's so many people bidding for it that they no longer trade or they no longer sell for 1000 bucks. They're now selling for 2000 bucks. Hmm. So that $20 now doesn't represent 2%. Correct. It represents 1%. 1%. People always act shocked. Yes. They do the same thing in the market. About every seven years, we have a downturn. And when it happens, people act like, I can't believe this happened. It's cyclical. It always has, and I believe it always will. It'll go up, it'll go down. It'll go up more than it goes down. Yep. But it will go down. Correct. This has been the longest upswing we've ever had in the history of the U.S. stock market. We've That's been the saying fact. that for a year now. A little over. It's been a while. So it doesn't mean it's done. It just don't be surprised when it happens and be prepared for it. You better, you better have some dollars on the side that you can deploy when things are down, whether that's your contributions. You know, I, I, I will say one thing because we're running out of time. I think one way you can find out whether an advisor, if you're looking for a conservative advisor, one way to find out is that advisor more conservative or not is figure a way to ask them how many phone calls they're getting during this period. Mm-hmm. Because I can tell you as a team, I was talking to, to everyone the last couple of days, I, I think 
I, I know for a fact it's been less than a handful in our right. office. I think it's been one, but I'm just hedging my bet. I think it's been I think it's been one, but it's been less than a handful. The way you preface this to find out how many phone calls your advisor has been getting about the downturn. Mm-hmm. Because if they're getting a lot of phone calls about the downturn, that tells you they're not nearly as, cons- in my opinion, that they're not nearly as conservative as maybe what you thought. Now, Correct. if you're looking for a conservative advisor, that's what you want to ask. You want to figure out how many phone calls have they been getting? Like, Kyle, I bet your week's been pretty busy with all these people. You know, I, I, I know they probably trust you, but they want to, you know, just get a, a second opinion or, or a affirmation that everything's good. Right. And that is kind of a little bit of a telltale, I think, you know, um, because if you're doing planning the right way, if you're putting people in the right position to be prepared for a downturn, then when this happens, when you're not risking their income dollars, when you're not risking their ability to retire when they want to retire, then they may have a little bit of apprehension or an uneasiness right now. Right. But they look back at their plan and they go, I'm taken care of. Yep. That's also the beauty of having a written plan. But we are out of time for today. It's always our pleasure. This has been another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Finances with Michael and Vanessa Markey. Want to listen to past shows or get in touch with Michael or Vanessa? Head over to twitter.com slash fireproofshow or go to fireproofradio.net. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.